Get Shit Done podcast. It's yours truly, Julie Jones, with the adventures of Julie Jones. And each and every week, I bring you amazing people from around the world to share, I don't know, tips, tricks, tidbits, whatever comes to mind during our casual conversations. But as I always promise you each and every week that they're going to be a lot of fun and they're going to be full of information of something that you really want to hear or can apply in your life. So of course, this week promises to be no different. So I'm super excited to announce, welcome to the show, Bailon Mahino. Did I get it right? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yes, you did. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yes, you did. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Julie. Welcome. And, you know, for those of you listening in, you know, it's like when you have somebody's name, like I know how important it is to say people's names correctly. Right. And every once in a while, I get a little tongue tied and like people have no problem usually with Julie Jones. However, they sometimes do have a problem with the spelling, which really like throws me for a loop. So I can only imagine the spelling that you get of your name every once in a while. <laughs> It gets pretty it gets pretty uh, entertaining sometimes. <laughs> it does. So for those of you listening in, you know that we always put in show notes so you'll have the correct spelling in the show notes so you can make sure you can connect with my friend. But anyway, enough about me. I really want to get to the crux of the show. So why don't we get started with, you know, a little bit about who you are, what makes you you unique, and what you bring to the party. So the floor is yours. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what is unique and what do I bring to the floor? I love to dance. (laughs) I love to dance. And you know, on my, on my spiritual path, I've been on a spiritual path for over 30 years. One thing I learned was that when you're a shaman, you learn to dance, dancing with life, dancing with whatever is in front of you, dancing with whatever is put on your plate. That's what it's all about. So you know, being able to move with the flow, being able to receive whatever comes your way and turn it into good stuff, good stuff, because all of it's like, well, you know how they say life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. That's what it means. That's what it means. Okay. So what is the meal right in front of me right now? So what I do is I help people to understand that and to take whatever life is brought to them and to turn it around so that now they can build upon it. They can leave behind what they don't want anymore. I work, I've been divorced twice, closed out a couple businesses. Like I, I know about endings and I know that right after the ending is a beginning. So I help people make their new beginnings. Well, and I love that because you're right. And we've probably maybe heard the saying, like when one door closes, another one opens, right? And it's, but it's in perspective and how you look at things. Cause some people can look at, you know, an ending as a bad thing. And then there's the rest of us that are like, okay, well, that's a chapter. It's like a book, right? Okay. That chapter's over. Like what's going to be the new chapter. And like you, you know, I've been divorced twice. And so like, I've had a lot of that, but it's also been a lot of lessons learned, right. Mm-hmm. To be able to share with other people And so, you know, I love the fact, um, I believe that you might be, although maybe somebody hasn't brought it to my attention, you might be the first shaman that I've had on the podcast. And people probably heard that word and may not exactly know what a shaman does. And I know it's part of 
overall what you do with Global Dream Makers. So let's talk a little bit about Global Dream Makers and exactly what you do as a shaman, because I find that interesting. <laughs> well, um, the easy way for me to explain it is that I am a bridge between worlds. So um, the most important piece of the Dream Maker Matrix, which is the framework that I've created so that you can understand how life works and how you can be in control, um, the queen of your queendom, the king of your kingdom, you know, the captain of your ship, you can be in control. And the most important thing you can do is you can connect with spirit. You can connect with the other side, with all of those beings who are here to help you. I call them your spiritual support team. Um, be the bridge between, you know, listen to the messages. And so as a shaman, I help people to to get to that space within themselves. And I don't do a lot of the, um, I don't know, some of those practices that are psychedelic and things like, no, I don't do that. <laughs> um, I, I've been able to come to the place of distilling things down to what's the most important piece? What is the, the intrinsic elemental important piece that we need to engage? Because there are universal laws, engage the universal law in a way that it can help you manifest in your life today in 2023, right? Not, what did I do in 1500? It's not relevant. <laughs> well, on this journey, and I love the fact that you've come up with this matrix, and we're going to get into that in a little bit, you know, more maybe in detail or as much as that. Because sometimes it sounds like almost the matrix could be something visual that people need to see and then, you know, like actually be able to work with you. But maybe we can touch upon a couple of high points. But has this always been your journey? Because I think for so many people that are listening in, a lot of times, you know, like one of my premises that I talk about is to stop waiting, start living. Like, what is it that you were called to do? So kind of a twofold question, you know, like, do you remember as, he, as you know, being young, like, you know, somewhere between maybe five and 10, that this was your calling? And did you follow that? Or was there kind of like, okay, I did something like this first, and then I really followed my calling? Well, okay. Um, I remember when I was two years old, uh, my mother's uncle lived with us at the time. And I was the one who found him when in the morning when he passed away. That was my first time to touch death, to be in connection with it. And it was an interesting thing to me. Um, it was interesting because there was this quiet in the space that I had not been aware of before. And I think as a child, I looked for that quiet. And I was born, um, I, was gr I grew up in the Catholic Church. And every time I went to Mass, I loved being in that big volume of space and hearing the sounds, the quiet space, and that place where you could really hear your thoughts, where you could really hear the air moving, you know? Um, was I always brought to it? I didn't know. I had no idea because religion and spirituality was always part of my life. I grew up when I was, as I was growing up, I went to Catholic school. So church was always there, right? Being connected to spirit in some way was always there. I broke free <laughs> from the, um, the structure of the Catholic church <laughs> and then came back eventually um, and found that it was a way that I could help people. And I became involved with a youth program to help um, at-risk youth. 
and I found a purpose. I found a way of service. And then I went on to, you know, being a young adult and being in the work world and being in corporate America and in financial, you know, got, got into all of these things and did everything right and got married, had a child, was miserable, was absolutely miserable. And my husband was um, a probation officer who had a caseload of high-level drug dealers and murderers and Asian gang members, not feeling very safe. So not only did I not take care of myself and my own self-expression, but I was not feeling that other people were taking care of me either. So that one ended mostly because I got to the place where I can't do this anymore. I can't be the good girl anymore. I can't be the people pleaser. I can't continue to do everybody else's script except my own. And so I had to step out of that. And that's what I found. There are other ways to to engage with spirit. It was awesome. It was awesome. And that's when I started. That was about 35, 40 years ago. Well, and I, I love what you're sharing because we knew each other like we we've met and we're you know we have some like networking interaction a little bit but you know like in hearing somebody's story and you know thank you for sharing because for those listening in like to hear like i'm sure that this is resonating with a lot of people but it's really resonating with me and that's the most important thing right because <laughs> i too grew up you know catholic i went to catholic grade school catholic high school you know, going to the very much the the structure, but then like eventually kind of walking away and, and having a very, you know, like a very spiritual path. And interestingly enough, for those of you listening in, most of you know that um, I have, um, I was a law enforcement officer for 10 years. Well, one of the reasons I went into law enforcement was that I did my college internship in a probation unit that dealt with sex offenders. And so after, you know, kind of dealing with that for eight weeks, I just decided that, you know, I was more drawn to the law enforcement side of it than necessarily the probation. So I understand what you're talking about because I watched the woman who mentored me for those eight weeks. The case overload was tremendous, like, you know, more people than you could really possibly, you know, handle. So you know, and and like you talked about, you know, so like you did, you know, what everything that you thought was right, but then where was the catalyst? Like at what point did you say enough is enough that I really want to focus in on me and, and utilizing my gifts? Because we all have these gifts that I believe we've been given and, you know, some of us are using them and some of us are still discovering what that is so that we can utilize them even more. Well, um, n- near the end of my marriage, I would say a year before it really broke up, um, I started to have anxiety. I started to be depressed, which wasn't really like me because I was always a cheerful person and, you know, happy. <laughs> and all of a sudden I wasn't happy anymore. Nothing could make me happy. And things started to really make me angry, actually. But anger was not something that was okay to show. So I was turning it inside and, you know, doing all those uh, harmful things. And I decided to reach out to somebody and I I was referred to um, a counseling service and I went there and the woman was wonderful. She was absolutely wonderful. But the thing I want to share here is that 
she opened me up to my creativity in a way that I hadn't done since I was in nursery school. One day I went in for my session and she she just, she didn't say a word. She walked into the room. She sat, she sat me down and she said, she, she reached over, got a pad of paper, a big pad of paper, art paper, brought in a glass of water, some paint brushes and some paints, closed the door and left me alone. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Paints, I can't paint, draw, I can't draw, I can't do that stuff. And it got quiet for a long time. <laughs> okay, I better do something. <laughs> so I started to paint. And then when she came back, well, okay, let's look at this. What did you just put on there? And she showed me how to interpret what my mind was trying to tell me. She showed me, oh, that's, you know, it's like, how did it feel when you were doing that? Oh, that felt really, really, like, really strong, really strong. And it was bright red blotches. You know, anger was coming out. But so being able to see, oh, I have a creative side. I can access that was something completely new to me. It had been shut down because I needed to be the good girl. I needed to get the good grades and all of that stuff, right? Creativity like that, artistic things was not something that was engaged. Once I connected into that, it was easier for me to find oh, I can do things differently from other people. What can I do that's better for me that goes well, that, that comes so easily to me? What are my talents and skills and that are different that other people come to? It's so it was a slow process of finding myself and finding what I do and what I like and being verbal about it. You know, that was another thing, being verbal. You know, I, my whole second marriage was all about learning to speak. <laughs> Because he could speak for two and a half hours straight without my saying a word. <laughs> wow, that's 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 kind of unusual, right? Because sometimes, it, it, and I love the fact of like the creativity, right? Because I think that for so many of us, and I have a really good friend of mine who has always said, well, I'm not creative. I'm not creative, right? And when she decided to change that thinking or to even change what she was saying to herself, you know, like, well, I am creative. And the things that she, you know, she did because like we all define ourselves sometimes like in these boxes. And I love that exercise. Like I really, you know, just to be left in a room and you're like, okay, well, I get to have some fun and I get to, you know, paint, but maybe that wasn't at first. Like for me now at this point in my life, it's like, I get to have fun and get to paint. Right. That's not Mm -hmm. always the journey, you know, for, for all of us. So is this something similar like that you do with now with your clients and helping them to bring out the creativity and like their gifts? Is that, you know, kind of what your matrix is all about? Well, the matrix does take that all into account um, because another way that we access our creativity is through movement, through dance, right? And so sometimes what we need to do is we need to get in touch with our body. We do it through our breath. We do it through gentle movement. Is it what does your body want to do right now, right? Does it want to dance? Does it want to jump up? Does it want to move slowly? Does it want to be in some flow, right? To really open up and just allow just allow that expression to come out. 
That's key. That's key because what you're doing is you're connecting to whatever it is that's inside, whatever that knowledge and wisdom is that wants to come out, that wants to be expressed, that beauty, that art, whatever it is, to come to that place where we're not judging it. We're just allowing it. Let it out there. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or says. In fact, it's better if the doors are closed, if that's what you feel you need, right? So what we do with the matrix is we take, you know, when you're in that quiet space and you get a thought, you get that inspiration, right? You get that inspiration. What do you do with it, right? At that point, it's thought energy. When we're using the matrix, we take it from that thought energy move it into, well, how do I think about this? What are our belief systems around it? What can I think is possible because of it? And then we move it into physicality. The energy starts to become matter. It becomes our words. It becomes our movements. It becomes what we do in the world. It becomes part of our cellular structure. And then it becomes part of our work, right? What is that expression that I wanted to do at work today, right? <laughs> Or who do I want to speak to about working with me, right? So then we're in relationship with others in that expression. And we give it that full cycle and then we celebrate it all. And when you celebrate, you let it go and you're open for the next thing. I love the celebration part because I believe that as human beings, we don't celebrate enough, right? And I I have a technique that I teach people and I tell them like after 15 minutes of them showing up for themselves that they have to celebrate, right? And that they do a little dance or the movement or whatever it is, because I'm sure that you know, with your experience, that human beings have a tendency to go to the negative. So to look at what doesn't get done versus what does get done. And really when you sometimes sit and take the time, and actually this has been on my heart as well, because I've I've encouraged a lot of my clients to do the same. And then I'm like, huh, may not be such a bad idea for me to really sit in and think about and like write down all the amazing things that I have done and I have accomplished as well. Because I know them and I've come a long, a long way, but it's really nice to have that list, right? So on those days that maybe things are a little, let's say crappy, you know, like maybe you're not quite feeling like, oh my gosh, why do I do what I do? You can look at that list and say, okay, this is why I do what I do, right? And I think that that's really a key component. I just, I really enjoy talking to you and your energy really comes through for everything, you know, that you that you are talking about. So within your business, what is like your your favorite thing to do? Or like, what is really truly your passion? Is it workshops? Is it speaking? Is it working with people individually, you know, what, what really lights you up and inspires joy within you? Well, it's two of those things. Number one, I love speaking and and I consider this speaking, right? Because every time I'm going to be speaking, um, I mean, I have an idea of what I'm going to talk about, but periodically, uh, spirit says, no, this is your message for today. So, okay, scrap what I was going to say. And then here's the message. (laughs) It's happened to me a couple of times. It's totally different, but I have to trust that whatever needs to come through, somebody out there needs to hear. It's it's coming up for a reason. That's that's my agreement with spirit as a messenger between worlds. Okay, I get the message, I have to give it out. So, I love doing the speaking, but even more, I love helping people create their dream maker matrix because 
what what is it it's it's i call it the framework it is a matrix it's an understanding of in every area of your life what would make you happy what would make you feel like your life is at a 10 plus in that area and if we have five areas of our life and then we go six levels deep within each one you get every part of your life and when you know what will make you happy in every part of your life decisions become very simple like breathing it's like oh does it align yes no does it get me closer to where i want to be yes no it's so simple it's so simple and then you are because you are so clear you become a magnet because the only energy that comes to you is stuff that you want like me um two weeks ago i said i declared all right i want to be on more podcasts <laughs> the next day i had three people say okay it's time for you to be on my podcast it is amazing to me. And I tell people this all the time, ask for what you want. If you don't ask, you don't get, but it's that verbal declaration. See, like nobody, and even if you're talking to no one else, but you know, God, the universe, whatever it is that, you know, you believe somebody has heard you. And that puts that, like you said, that energy into motion. And now things will start to come your way. And um, it's funny because I um, I belong to a networking group called BNI, and we had our meeting this morning. And so every time there is a guest speaker or any kind of speaker, they bring a- along a gift card to give away as a door prize. And so I was like, pick me, pick me. And of course, I got picked, right? Because <laughs> I put it out there and everybody laughed about it. But I, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Like when they're they're drawing or they're doing giveaways, I'm like, pick me, pick me. And somehow I always get picked, right? Because I just ask for it and put it out there. And that may be a simple um, like request, but like think about, and I'm sure Bailon, you've, you know, talked about this with some of your other clients, you know, like ask for the bigger stuff. What is possible in your life if you're in alignment? Well, and the more and just as important as asking is listening and being able to receive, right? We give, 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 give all the time. We give to others and for others. It's time for us when we ask, to. it's time for us to receive the answer, right? It could be right in front of you. You didn't know it, but until you said, this is what I want, you didn't see it because it didn't resonate it didn't resonate with what your reality was in your mind. It did, you didn't expect to see it until you wanted to see it, right? Until you wanted to uh, be the person that everybody got to get the gifts from, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, like, you know, you said that you had a message from spirit. So have you been able to share that message today or did you want to reiterate it? Because, you know, I always give people the opportunity kind of towards the end of the podcast to speak to what's ever on their heart, what's ever on their mind that maybe we haven't addressed yet. But I just want to make sure that, you know, spirit doesn't get upset that like you didn't get that <laughs> message out, right? Like we don't want, we don't want like, you know, you getting hit over the head. Like we told you to say this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we kind of did, but do you, can I... Oh, please, please, like share share away, yes. Okay, thank you. Okay, so my mission is peace. 
And my objective is to help you get clear on your vision of the life that's fulfilling and purposeful and makes the impact you desire. So live your life connected, in alignment, making agreements with yourself and with others so that we can thrive together. This is a choice. Understand, it's a choice. You have choice and you're not alone. People who are living lies when they are not aligned are angry people. And today there are a lot of angry, frustrated people, especially parents. They negatively impact their children. I'm here today to say no more. You have a choice. Mentally, emotionally, physically support and love your children. Because when we live aligned with truth, we can raise healthy children. But we have to do the work. There's no hacking your relationship with self and with spirit. So cultivate your connection. Life is not linear. Love is not linear. It's all encompassing. It's everywhere. And it's all at once. At the end of the day, what do you want to see? What do you want to say? What do you want to remember? What will bring you peace and body and soul? How to get there? Know your vision and live your truth. Know compassion, love, self-love, forgiveness, acceptance, surrender, clarity, openness, honesty, integrity, and courage. This is you. Show up. If not now, then when? If not you, then who? You have a unique piece for the world's puzzle. You are one in 200 million possibilities who showed up and was born. So take that piece. If you don't take that piece out and you fail to insert it in the global puzzle, what happens? Those around you are not, are not held in place well. There's a drop in the structural integrity. Things fall through. Things that could happen don't. So show up. Be you. Do what makes you come alive. So connect with your higher self. Align with your truth. Align with your values. Allow the universe to flow through you and to you. All you need so you can create your dreams. I love it. That is a beautiful message for all of you who are listening in and whatever resonated with you. How do people connect with you, Bailan? What is the best way for people? We'll have it in the show notes, but I always like to give people the opportunity to say it out loud. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they can connect with me at Global Dream Makers. So Bailan at globaldreammakers.com uh, or Bailan at bailanmahino.com. And it'll spell out in the show notes. <laughs> yes, yes, it will. And so we'll make sure we have all of your contact information you know, in um, those notes. And uh, this has been such an honor to have you on the show because there's so many points that we resonate with. And when we're done recording, um, uh, actually, I, I get downloads as well, too. So just like you, um, I'm very much an impromptu speaker. So a lot of times, I'm not quite sure what my message is going to be. And, you know, God's spirit guides me. And like, whatever comes out of my mouth is perfect for my audience at any given time. But I do have a connection that I want to talk to you about once we're done, you know, um, talking on the show. So my final question to you is this, because this is the Get Shit Done podcast. 
So inquiring minds want to know how you're getting shit done in your own life this week. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of shit to get done this week. (laughs) Well, okay. So I look at my dream maker matrix (laughs) and right now I'm focusing on the area of contribution and looking at, okay, what are the levers I need to pull? What are the what are the things I need to put into place so that everything has a strong foundation? And I'm just plugging away one at a time, one at a time. And I'm going to start going live at least twice a week. I've made that commitment. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to talk about twice a week? I can do it. <laughs> I am so excited for you because going live, that like is a challenge for a lot of people, right? And so kudos to you. So you'll have to let me know when you're going live so I can tune in and see, you know, what words of inspiration you have on any given day. So that's going to be exciting. Again, because we're guided like that, I don't think you need to know what you're going to talk about because the right words are like, sometimes, you know, it just pops into my mind like, ooh, this is what I'm going to talk about today, or this is what I'm going to post about today. You know, sometimes there is no rhyme or reason. It's just what is. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So that'll, that'll be mostly, I'm on LinkedIn and on Facebook mostly. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll make sure we have the, the the way that people can connect with you on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. So on that note, again, I just want to say thank you for your time. Um, it has been, you know, such a fun show, a fun episode, because you always know when you just have the conversation flowing and we probably could talk about a heck of a lot more. And I'm sure people are like, those two need to be quiet now. So thank you again for being on the episode. Oh, thank you so much. It's been my honor, Julia. And it's been so much fun. So much Good, fun. good. That's like what I love to hear is that make sure that people have a lot of fun because sometimes we're not having enough fun in our lives. So. <laughs> well, this is Julie Jones signing up for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. As always, I appreciate you listening in and please, please, please share this out into the world. People need to hear this information and you know, really our biggest goal, because I know that, you know, I speak for Bylon as well. We have this, this heart to impact others. So, you know, if we've impacted you in any way, shape or form, please let us know, like write us a review, let us know how the show impacted you. And as always have a productive get shit done kind of week. We'll talk to you soon. Time is our most valuable asset. And I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.